0: The desire of Titus Women is to invite women around the world to know Jesus as their Savior, center, and source. May God guide and encourage you through this message. you. and we thank you for o Holy night, the night when Jesus came. And as we finish up our time together, we pray that you would anoint the word to our hearts once again that as we leave from each other we will sense a deep sense of the presence of the eternal one in each one of our lives in each one of our homes. We worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, tonight in Jesus' name. I'd like to just close our time together. Hasn't it been precious? We've just been in his presence. And I'd like to read from Luke 2, starting at 22, about Simeon. Now, when the days of Mary's purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, Mary and Joseph brought Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord in the temple. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. His name means God has heard. Is there anything that this Advent season... You need God to hear you. Simeon's name meant God has heard. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was just, so his relationships with others was right. He was devout. And that means what made them right was because he was right with God. (laughs) So he was right with God and right with others. And he was expectant. He was expectant. He was, and who was he waiting for? And I have in all my years, I have never seen this before this past couple weeks. And it's been like honey to my heart. He's waiting for the consolation of Israel. And in Greek, the word is not the word for Messiah, but it is the word for the comforter, Paraclete. The paraclete is waiting for the paraclete, the paraclesis of Israel, the comfort of Israel, the consolation of Israel. And what and the Holy Spirit was upon him. So Simeon is just, he's devout, he's expecting, he's waiting for the coming of the Holy Spirit, the consolation, the comforter. And how is this even made possible? It's made possible through the life, the birth, the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus came, and he came as a baby so that you and I would not only know the living, cleansing presence of Jesus' blood in our lives, but we would also know the divine presence of the Holy Spirit of God to come and descend, not just on a few cases in Holy Scripture, since it's like Moses or Joshua or Daniel or Jeremiah or Ezekiel, the who's who's of the Old Testament, but on every single man, woman, child, young person, old person, every economic class is what Joel talks about in Joel 2. He's come, he wants to pour out the Holy Spirit, not only gift of the presence of Jesus, but when Jesus comes, he says, when I go, I will leave with you my comforter. And this Christmas, he was waiting not just for the Messiah, but for when the Messiah came, the Holy Spirit would come for every single one of us so that we don't have to live in our own strength, the Christian life. We can live in him. And look what else it says here. The Holy Spirit was upon him. And the word there is the word for rest. The Holy Spirit rested on Simeon. And not only that, he rested on him and in him. Sin, catch this, it wasn't stress the holy spirit did not stress upon him and stress in him it he rested upon him and he rested in him the holy spirit rested upon him it was and it came and then the holy spirit revealed to him by the holy spirit the mind of christ when you and i enter into a love relationship with, with god the father And God, the son, through the person of the Holy Spirit, and he rests in your life and he rests in my life, this holy Advent season, then we will not only have the presence of the, the spirit in our life, but he will begin to reveal to us the mind of Christ. So we think like Jesus does. And he will begin to unfold to us some of what he's doing and what he wants to do. And what did he reveal? The Holy Spirit revealed to him that Simeon would not see death till he had seen the Lord's Christ. And Simeon did not. He saw Jesus. And he revealed to him that he would not see death till he'd seen the Lord's Christ. And then he was led by the spirit into the temple. And the the word there for led means he was accompanied by the spirit. And this just struck me because it is the middle voice for the word led. It's like the form that says, Al Coppedge is my husband. So Al kisses Beth. Beth kisses Al. We kiss. There are lostness, the one and the other. There's a a co-inherence. There is when the Holy Spirit leads, where the Holy Spirit goes, when you and I are filled with him like Simeon was, God goes. When When Simeon goes, he's full of the Holy Spirit, the presence of, he's a carrier of the presence of Jesus. It is a beautiful word. He didn't go into the temple alone. The spirit of God led him. And as we go into this precious sacred season, whether we are in Walmart or we are in church, or whether we're just in the backyard or we're in our house, God can lead us and we can commit your way unto the Lord and your thoughts will be established. He will give you the mind of Christ, the direction of Christ, and he will lead you. Oh, it's, it's so beautiful. And then then he says, he, he reve- the spirit of the Lord accompanied him into the temple and he recognized Jesus. The religious leaders and the Pharisees and scribes, they missed him. The Jerusalem itself missed him. The innkeeper missed him. There's all kinds of people that missed the presence of Jesus when he came. But Simeon did not because he was led by the spirit of God and he recognized Jesus and he recognized who he was. And then this baby in the arms of this couple was the actual son of God. He could see with the hard eyes talked about in Ephesians 1. He could see the purposes of God and where God was working. And as you and I are walk through Advent season full, led, and empowered by the precious spirit of Jesus, do you know what? He can open up our eyes so that we can see Jesus in the conversations we have, in the conversations we don't have, in where we go, in what we do. He recognized. Jesus, and when he recognized him, what did Simeon do? He took him in his arms, and he praised God. He received him, what Cricket was talking about. He received him into his life, into his arms, open arms. Jesus come, and he received Jesus. Simeon did not miss Jesus. And he says, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. My eyes have seen your salvation. And many of us as women on this on this Zoom tonight are longing for God. We would like to see God's salvation work in our families, in our homes, in our marriages, with our children. We would like to see God work and bring his salvation. And do you know what God wants to do is make us women after God's own heart where the spirit of God rests upon us so that God can reveal his mind to us and then God can lead us so where he is, we are. And then we can recognize where Jesus is working and who Jesus actually is in new ways and wider dimensions. And then we can receive Jesus and his love and all he has for each one of us this holy season. Now, it's interesting to me, Simeon didn't miss him and Anna didn't miss him. But the end of this chapter two seems very sad to me and very interesting. Because it is possible to miss Jesus even when you know him. So well. In the end of the chapter remember is the story of Joseph and Mary going back to the temple 12 years later. And Jesus was with them and they went to the Passover. So it's a a spiritual they're on it. It's all a spiritual festival, a spiritual sacred time. They go to Jerusalem. They're doing all the religious things. They went to the temple. They knew Jesus. They loved Jesus. They'd suffered for Jesus. They had carried Jesus, literally Mary had, in her very being. But in the busyness of that festival season of Passover, they lost him. And they never realized when Jesus lingered behind, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. He was in his father's house, the temple, talking to the scribes and the Pharisees about the things of God. In the first day, they didn't realize he was gone. The second day, they thought, where is he? Then they went to look for him. The third day, They found, they found him. And Jesus said, didn't you know I must be about my father's business? God is looking this Advent season for those of us on this call tonight, that we would be so full of the spirit of Jesus that we would not lose him this Christmas. But we would be like Simeon. The spirit would rest upon us. The spirit would reveal his mind to us. The spirit would lead us. And that we would recognize where Jesus is and what Jesus is doing. And we would receive. That is our prayer for each one of us on this call. Tonight. And we're we asking. That the prayers that Simeon was praying and God heard, that would be your testimony at the beginning of the year. Oh, Jesus heard my heart cry, and salvation has come to my home, even I. What a joy filled way to live, and what a joy-filled way to prepare our hearts for next semester, the joy of the spirit-filled life and what it looks like in the embodiment of your life and my life in the worlds in which God has placed us. Oh, come Holy Spirit, we pray. And we pray this Advent season We would receive you, Jesus, and know you in ways we have never known before. And we pray eternity would be ever different because we walk in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. And we are like Simeon, waiting in expectation for the Spirit of God to come so that Jesus can be lifted up. And Jesus can be glorified. And God, the Father, can come in living presence and power in every single one of our personal lives, in our homes, in our churches, in our communities, states, nation, and touch. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for letting us be co-laborers with you. And that we're in you and in each other to reach a whole world. For Jesus, that the whole world would know how precious and wonderful you are. Tonight, we worship you with all our heart, mind.